0: Today's episode is brought to you by our partnership with Kayani Incorporated. Kayani's mission of bringing hope through wellness and opportunity aligns with everything we do at Disruptive Nutrition, which is a big reason why we decided to partner with them. Our passion of giving women hope where they don't see any after years of dieting is such a focus of ours that when Kayani approached me about their product line and desire to support people around the world to ditch the diet and support people in the nutrition approach we follow, we knew we had to work together. Kayani's unique and innovative products support our nutritional approach and enhance what we teach by creating an environment in our bodies to help reduce inflammation, optimize digestion, balance blood sugar, increase circulation and support collagen resilience my daily protocol involves starting the day with their sunrise an antioxidant with vitamins that support the reduction of inflammation along with their hl5 collagen which helps to hydrate my connective tissue build muscle and so much more i couple that with nitro extreme to produce nitric oxide, which is known as the molecule of life. Nitric oxide supports healthy circulation and our body's ability to absorb and deliver nutrients. Without the ability to absorb and deliver nutrients, even if our nutrition is on point, we won't reap the benefits that we could be. So after I have those beginning supplements, I then have my PFC balanced protein shake from Kayani, and that brings in the L-citrulline amino acid, which gets processed by the kidneys and then creates a long version of nitric oxide. So it's the entire system of the nitro effect that Kayani offers. It's not just one product here, but how it all fits together is totally unique their entire system when paired with our nutritional approach of eating in threes creates this environment in your body that it loves and will respond to unlike any diet or supplement regime on the market today so check out our site at disruptivenutrition.com slash shop for more information on how our partnership with kayani truly is designed to take your health and weight loss goals to a whole new level. Well, hello, my diet disruptors. Happy Monday to everybody. And look, I have a lady in red over here with me today. I am so excited to introduce you to Erica. Erica, hello. Say hi to everyone. Hi, Carrie. Hi, diet disruptors. Oh my goodness. So say hi to Erica. You know, I love it when people are willing to share their stories, but it's also a little nerve wracking, right? <laughs> right? Yes. It's a little out of my comfort zone. So <laughs> And I love it though, because you're a teacher. So it's not like you don't yeah. get up in front of people and teach, but it's a little different when it's this kind of a format. So give Erica some love, put some hearts in the comments, fire, say hello to her this way. She can have all of that inspiration to be able to share exactly all about who she is and why she wanted to come on today. Erica has a really good story. Now you would look at Erica in some ways and be like, Oh, of course this is all easy. Look at her. She's like, (laughs) she runs. People do that. Right. People like take a look at you from the outside in and suggest or assume your story. And I hate that. And and I, and I, and I see it sometimes when like I've I've had like a full journey. And I know when people look at me now, they'll often be like, well, of course it's easy for you because you're small. Right. And I'm like, a, we we women need to stop body shaming one way or the other, but B every single person has their story of struggle and everybody knows that of mine, but you know, they don't necessarily know it. And when we see you, like you're a runner and you're fit and all of that. And yet, You called me back in December and you were like, I am on the struggle
1: bus now. You've been a diet disruptor for I don't know four or five years. Uh, yeah, about I think it was about four years ago. It was actually my first year back teaching after being a stay-at-home mom for five years. Okay. And um, my one of my best friends, Shannon Tracy, introduced me to you, and she was like, "I know you're about to head back teaching, but I think you need to try this." And I did your four weeks to wellness, which yep. included cutting coffee, and yeah. <laughs> just I for was a like, short amount of time. Just <laughs> for a short amount of time. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, no!" I'm not doing that when I'm going back to teach for the first time after four years or after five years home. And I am so grateful that I did even like, um, I still drink coffee now, but I am so glad that I cut that for that four weeks because it made such a huge difference in my, um, in my psyche, my, just like my whole thought process, as well as I didn't realize how many things my body couldn't do without and then when I did, it broke that um, that cycle. And now I'm in control of what I want, when I want.
0: Oh, I love it's that. So, so like, it's so interesting, right? Because uh, so often we think, I just, Carrie, tell me how to eat. Just tell me how to eat so I don't have to diet so I can eat all the time. And I know that when we just do that, it doesn't stick, it doesn't last because what you experienced by, and I never say we're giving up stuff. I actually say we're going to serve our body for 28 exactly. days. And it's what we get to do for our body. I just came off of a four weeks to wellness. I January in, into February, I did it. And coffee for me is huge. I'm like a big coffee person and wine, you know, th- both those things. <laughs> but when I didn't do that for 28 days, it, I, pra- I practiced the discipline of declining. And just exactly. like you said, when you know that you can do it, you realize, look, it, I am not a slave to those kinds of things. I am not in shackles.
1: Well, and for me, one of the big things was with coffee, I, I have a weird coffee food balance where I have my one cup of coffee mm-hmm. and I have to have an appropriate amount of food with it or I get really jittery. Yeah. And back then I could not imagine going a day without my one cup because I would get a headache by the afternoon if yeah. I didn't have one cup. Yeah. And through doing that initial cleanse that broke that. So like yeah. I got a stomach bug one time and I was like, I don't want to put anything in my stomach. Cause I had this little stomach bug and I'm like, but if I don't have my coffee, I'm going to be miserable. Then I went through my initial four weeks to wellness, which by the way, I didn't even look at it as a cleanse. A huge thing for me was I looked at it as like an allergy elimination diet. Yeah. Yeah. I had a lot of other symptoms, um, both from having Hashimoto's and from some other thyroid related things, um, just as well as just overall nutrition. And when I treated it more as this elimination diet to pinpoint what was causing my body not to function the way I wanted to, it wasn't a diet. It wasn't a deprivation. It was like, Hey, let's reset what's going on and determine what is, what I, what I need to do to adjust and meet my optimal health. And it was amazing after four weeks, I, I had people going, Oh, I bet you won't even miss your coffee. You're not, you're not even going to want to add it back in. That was not true for me. (laughs) Not true for me either. I wanted my coffee and I still drink my coffee every morning and it's wonderful. Um, but there were several things that, um, I was able to, I, as I added back in, I realized, um, like gluten for me, I add, I started adding that back in and it caused Um, adrenal crashes for me and other gut issues that I realized were, um, you know, I always blamed my thyroid for that stuff. And as soon as as I figured that out, it just changed my whole outlook. I can still have it here and there. I just know that this is what uh, feeds and fuels my body. In the best way possible
0: yes and so what you learned and and you're you're a runner right and so training yes. for you is really important you retrained your body when you did a four weeks wellness back four years ago you learned how to fuel your body correctly which is so important for someone who's gonna i, I mean you're running like I, I run like maybe down the street maybe you're like i mean it, it,
1: marathon like full on or half marathon? well so that's actually a part of my huge goal right yes, now, right, that's right right. now I'm training for my 14th calf marathon. Right. Um, and so my mileage, depending on where I'm at in my training, um, I usually run three to four days a week. Two of those are speed work. One is just an easy short three to four miler. And then my long run on Sundays is anywhere. I just did six miles yesterday. So it'll just gradually increase by about a mile until I hit 12 and then, the next week or two hit the half marathon. So my mileage is anywhere from 10 to 20 weeks or 10 to 20 miles. miles. per. Week. That's amazing. Right. Oh. So, so here's, here's the thing with Erica. So
0: when she came in to do the four weeks to wellness, there were a lot of health things that were going on, but as well as, I mean, it's like, everybody wants to be the, the leanest and strongest that they can be yours. You could really tell based on performance. So you were retraining your body and then you're disciplined. I mean, you're athletic, you're a teacher, girl after my own heart, right? And so you have that ability to like stay stay the course. But what I think is so interesting is that now in December, now you've been doing the things, right? You know the concepts, you know how to fuel your body, you understand PFC every three, you do it to a high level so that you can perform. But tell us a little bit about the last race you ran, because I think this is what's so important. Uh, This is why community is important. This is why staying close to it is so important. You got it. You are disciplined. You've been living this lifestyle for a really long time. But it's not like anybody wakes up and they're like, that's it. I'm not doing it anymore. There's like a slow decline in some ways, right? Until we reset again which is one of the reasons why I reset my body once or twice a year. For because sure. I know if I just keep going little by little, eventually I'm gonna be off course. It's like what when you're running, right? If you don't really have the, the, the place, the, the route to run on and you're just running anywhere, you eventually may just get yourself off course. So you had your last run and that's what prompted you to call me in December. <laughs> yes. So tell us so, about your last run.
1: So with, as with all teachers, um when covid hit and we went to teaching online this was my classroom right here mm-hmm. sitting in this very hard wooden chair for a year straight of teaching virtually and progressively throughout that time i thought i kind of had in my mind oh well i'm working from home i'm going to have less to do i'm going to hit my runs more i'm going to hit the trail i'm going to hit my nutrition a little harder and just with the way things went. I hate that, but it did. It just gradually declined. But you, stole... It was like almost subconscious, right? It, it was. It was like if you were to ask me to pinpoint the exact thing that happened, it was, I mean, it was a combination of a million yes. things. Sitting, I'm a very active teacher. I teach um, 24 fifth graders, and they're amazing, and I love it. Um, and it's a very active profession. Um, I'm walking around a lot. I do a lot of projects and a lot of small group work. And and then I went from that to sitting at this table for a year straight um, while still maintaining my own children at home, doing their homeschooling as well. who else can relate
0: to that, that change, right? Everybody. (laughs) I mean, right. Put in the comments, put in the comments. If you can relate, just write, relate, because that's the story of so many people. And it's one of the reasons I love our membership group so much, because I know in our membership group, we all went through COVID together. And there was a group of like-minded people all like, hey, I'm, you know, but when you're not there and you don't have that, like little by little, it's like, what do they call it? Like cut by a thousand scratches or or death by a thousand cuts. Right. And it's like one cut isn't doing it, but it's like all of these cuts. And it's like, exactly. again, not like you wake up and like, look at me, I'm just going to derail.
1: It was a year, year and a half of these little cuts. And it was, it was just a very gradual thing. And when it really hit me was my last half marathon. Um, I, I trained, I fought. you know, I'm very diligent when I have a half marathon, <laughs> I'm very diligent about when my training is and, My last half marathon was August 15th and I was, it was over the summer and I was being so good about my training. I still remember hitting my seven mile run and hitting really great times and feeling awesome. And then I went out of town for two weeks and it rained the entire time. And I kind of just lost the mojo, lost the momentum, came back, did a few training runs, went to run that half marathon. And I felt awful, um, which was If it, those of you who knew me before I was a runner who don't know me as a runner, you know, I hated running. I always call myself the not a runner runner because I absolutely hated running. When I did um, the four weeks to wellness, the first time my fitness, I actually went out running and got runners high. I always hear my friends talk about runners high. And I was like, no, I go out running and I'm like, dear God, when is this going to be over? And I'd get home and I feel good afterward, but I never had that true runner's high. Four weeks. Um. Actually, after only a week of eating PFC, following that balance, I felt amazing. I had runner's high, and I was like, "Holy cow, this is and what then and then about. you just started running. That was incredible. <laughs> and then, like Forrest gum. you just kept. I was running. and then like all of a sudden, I was like, "Oh, this is what running is supposed to feel like." I've been pushing myself to do this as just a personal challenge for the last year and a half but now i'm doing it with changing my my nutrition a little bit and it wasn't even a huge change no like, right it wasn't a huge shift it was just number one i was eating way more yep. i realized i was way underfueled to be running like i was most uh, people are underfueled and don't run <laughs> yes well and i was going you know i'd eat my breakfast I'd go several hours, I would eat a, yeah, I would eat lunch, I'd go another several hours and eat dinner, and I wasn't hitting that consistency. Mm-hmm. And when just those little shifts, all mm-hmm. of a sudden, my half marathon that first time dropped by 15 minutes and I hit a wow. first PR goal that was something I never thought I could do. Um, my goal, the f- first several times was like cross the finish line and don't die that, Yeah. Um, well, that's pretty
0: much what I would, my goal.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's common. Not but, good. um, but then, um, that was that for that first half marathon that I hit for my friend Shannon's 40th birthday in Chicago. I remember that. Yep. you'll remember crossing the finish line and there's this giant gold statue. That's like 40 feet tall. I have absolutely no memory of seeing that statue. I'm still teased about this. Because I, I do not remember that lady, that giant gold statue at the finish line. But I remember crossing with the 210 pacer, which was my goal, which was 15 minutes faster than my last half. And I just, I went and hugged her and I cried and she took a picture with me. I, was just like, I can't believe I did this. And so then fast forward, COVID, COVID, all, all, all
0: the things
1: all you the struggled, things, right? Like you struggled
0: it, it, in that it last,
1: was, it was, it was that death by a thousand cuts, just mm-hmm. tiny little declines, nothing huge, but just those tiny declines. And all of a sudden I'm running my, I think it, w- it w- would have been my 13th half marathon. And I, um, it was hard cause it was one of the first half marathons I ran without my normal little running crew that mm-hmm. supports me, that makes yeah. it community matters, right? Community. Um, and none of them could do that one. One was injured. And so we, I, I was alone and, you know, and that shouldn't have mattered because this is about my journey. And, you know, and I kept telling myself that, and I just, my body hurt. Mm -hmm. I was running, going, I didn't eat what I should have been eating for the last couple of weeks. I was not fueling my body, Mm -hmm. uh, the way I should have been. And I crossed that finish line, and I cried again, but not the good kind of tears. I was just like, that was miserable. And I remember you almost
0: thought you didn't want to run anymore.
1: I did. I remember driving home um, with my my running partner, Sarah. And I looked at her and I said, I think I'm done. I think that was like my Uh, body's way of saying you are done. You are running is not your thing. You had your day, your day in the sun and it's over. Mm -hmm. And she was like, no, that is not true. Like, but she like, no call Um Carrie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I was like, no, I really think like, I think my knees hurt my foot hurt I was like, I'm, I'm just done. My body is telling me that this is just not me. And, yeah, and that's okay. Yeah. And I was like trying to tell myself that's okay. Yeah. But then you but called not me not because I love it. Yeah. And I love crossing the finish line. I love the journey that it takes to get there. And um, because it's, it's a huge struggle for me. Running does not come easy to me. But I mean, I think
0: that's a metaphor for life. Right. And like you cross exactly. that finish line, which is just really a mile marker. Right. Exactly. And then you have another one to cross and another one to cross. And that's how we have to keep moving and just continue to up our goals. But I yeah. think you just bring in a real, like, you are so disciplined. And if you can, like, get fall off, right, and like uh-huh. realize without even realizing it that you're pretty, that you're kind of off course, imagine, like, I want people to not feel that level of guilt. You just got to then get back on. And I always say your next meal is only three hours away. <laughs>
1: Exactly. Well, and that was, I think that you know I think that we're taught this mentality, um, not intentionally, but I think that a lot of people are taught this mentality that want if you if you fail or have that cheat meal or mm-hmm. you know, you miss like I missed a run, I missed several runs last week just due to bad weather, yeah. whatever. And jumping back in is always hard, Mm -hmm. but it's not impossible. Mm -hmm. And I think we're taught this mentality of, oh, I'm already, I've, I've failed. I've already fallen off the bandwagon. I can't start till Monday. Monday's my first start. And I'm like, I've had, I've had that mentality so many times. And now I'm like, no, if I miss a run, that's fine. Go out and run the next day. And even if you don't run as long as you should, because you ran out of time. Exactly
0: something's Something. better than nothing, right? Exactly.
1: And then but, and it's but then, the same with the nutrition. Like exact, Yes. You know, your meals weren't perfect. I was up at the ski area and had limited options and I was still able to find options that worked and it wasn't flawless. No. It was still better and I felt better and I yeah. I was I didn't feel deprived whatsoever. I ate tamales with green chili stew yeah. and just made sure, you know, I had my protein. I had enough of my nutrients so that I felt good all day. Exactly. It's not about being perfect, it's about being consistent. Exactly. Which is
0: exactly the theme of what running really is. And exactly. the way oh, you're running a marathon or a half marathon is not because you're sprinting, it's not because you're perfect, but you're consistently mm-hmm. showing up consistent. doing the training little by little. So when you called me in December, you were like yes. Yeah. This is like, I'm not where I need to be. And you you decided not to give up on yourself. And that's when I just said, you know, we kind of assessed what it, what it was that you're doing. And you're like, I got to get back on. I got to do another, like an actual reset, like with some accountability. Um, I introduced you to where, where we were at the Kayani products, because I know that the right supplementation along with the right nutrition is going to fuel your body. So where are you now in, in, in this whole journey?
1: So I am, I have been using, I've been doing the reset. Um, and I'm I'm kind of modifying based on my mileage. Um, like with the reset, I do not fully cut grains and sweet potatoes because those are huge. Um, certain grains and and sweet potatoes in particular are huge for running, um, really good fuel for um for running. So I still include some of that. Um, but I did the 21 day reset and I will tell you within um Within less than three days, that's for me, I know everybody's body is different for me, just in cutting sugar, just in the consistency of eating PFC in three days, my gut in particular, which I tend to have a lot of gut issues and pain feels amazing. I go to bed. not. This
0: is what's awesome. So because we ended up partnering with Kayani and Mark McDonald and developing a, what I call the target version of our larger program, you were like, I want to try that. I want to see how, <laughs> how, how I do with that and putting the right supplementation. And I especially think, okay, let's be honest. You're older than you were four years ago when you started. <laughs> right. So adding the right supplementation with nitric oxide and collagen and all of those things is absolutely going to help your performance physically. Yes. So
1: the collagen is huge for me with running because I tend to get a lot of knee pain yes. and um, so I take a collagen at night mm-hmm. and when I do my collagen at night, just the consistency, I do notice um within about a week, I notice that my knee pain tends to get a lot better. It's it's, so it's, it's, it's
0: amazing. It's and, so and you're not helpful. gonna be able to replenish that in food. And exactly. so I love that you you kind of called me back and said, all right, what do you got for me? And and I said, I want you to like, I want you to trial this. I want you to see how this yeah. works for you because a three-week reset with these products, I think, are really gonna make a difference for you. And you are like now like, Carrie. I need, like, you're an ambassador now, like actually an official ambassador with Disruptive Nutrition and really working with women to be able to support them because your journey is so powerful. You know so much now. And what I know is that the 21-day reset option is one for people um, like you who honestly are disciplined, are able, like, need this information, but um, can have someone like you To kind of guide them and support them, who knows this stuff at a really deep level, and so uh, I I do think that knowing about about knowing it at the level that you do for as long as you've been doing this, you are, and the fact that you're a teacher, you're uniquely qualified to be able to support people in their own journey now. And and what I always say is,
1: it's a responsibility. Now that you know this, I mean, you're even teaching your students this stuff. Oh yeah. We have discussions about it because my students are constantly commenting on how much I eat mm-hmm. and, and then they'll be like, yeah, but look at what she's eating. And so, I mean, it just will randomly, it's very organic. We don't, you know, right. They'll, Cause they're constantly commenting on it we'll talk about yeah but look look what i'm eating i'm having hard boiled eggs and strawberries mm-hmm. or um, and that they're protein fats and carbs i mean exactly it's
0: teachable moments it. like that and, and they didn't they asked you about like goldfish crackers like you probably never eat okay. goldfish and you're like i love goldfish
1: <laughs> I do. goldfish saved me when i was pregnant it was about all i could stomach right but you understand months. what goldfish is exactly. and how to have it in a balanced way Exactly. My kids eat goldfish all the time. I just always, you know, we talk about, Hey, if you're going to have a bag of goldfish, let's have some, have some protein with it. My daughter loves smoked salmon. She will. Oh, I love that. I know she, my nine-year-old eats, um, she's bougie with what she eats. She (laughs) does not want a piece of pizza. She wants a salad and some smoked salmon and then just a really good sushi roll. And Um, and I'm, you know, we struggle with her with breakfast because she hates eggs. She has a massive aversion to eggs. So I'm like, okay, what what do you want? You gotta have some kind of protein. She'll do a lot of Greek yogurt and stuff like that. But I'm like, you have to have some protein with what you're eating. She's like, I'll eat protein. Just get me the smoked salmon. I'm like, some lox. Oh, I, I some need lox. lox you there know, you that's so fancy. But, um, but you know, we just talk about adding that stuff in and just being balanced. And like, that's kind of the discussion that comes up at school a lot too, because the kids comment on it constantly. And they they don't don't know it. it. And what I love about the way that we
0: eat and what we teach is one, is it based in science? A hundred percent. And I love that you've been with us for as long as you have, because living this lifestyle for as long as you have with your running crew, I just think is an amazing testimonial to everybody. I mean, not only are you guys all like, athletic and all of that, but it's just, you've gotten to another level of health. And so one, yes. Is it based in science too? Can you do this forever? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, for sure. It, well, that's your body. You cannot lose weight and get healthy doing something different than you're going to do to maintain it.
1: Exactly. Like, and that's, two that's different what, I, what I love is I don't ever feel like I'm depriving myself. Yes. During a 21 day reset or during your four weeks to wellness, um, I cut certain things to reset my body, to recharge for me, um, doing the initial four weeks to wellness taught me certain things that were causing harm to my body. Um, and, and things that my body did not do well with just like an allergy diet. We had to do yeah. that with my son. I think when he was three years old, yeah. you know, to, to, as an elimination diet through an allergist to try to determine what was causing his eczema and certain other allergies that he was dealing with when I initially started your program, it was no different than that. Yeah. It wasn't. And also having that mindset of, um, it's not a diet. I'm trying to figure out how my body best works and how I can best fuel myself. Um, I I
0: mean, we recently did an episode for Valentine's day around our body's love language. And when you can start to speak your body's love language, it's amazing how you, you and your body can communicate like a good couple. Should Exactly. You know, and your body wasn't communicating with you. You were pushing it. (laughs) And it was pushing back, and that's where I'll, that's when you initially started working with us years ago. But um, you know the fact that you can do this forever. But the third question I always ask is, would you let your kids do it? And the fact that your kids are doing it, you're teaching your students this, no way would you be standing in front of your students, teaching them how to fast or do keto. And if we wouldn't teach that to our students or to our children, then we really need to ask ourselves why we think we should do that for, to ourselves, especially when there's a more satisfying, more effective way.
1: For sure. And I mean, it actually, the whole PFC lifestyle, um, and nutrition, goes right along with our healthy science um curriculum that we're required to teach in fifth grade. Finally, are we stopping by so my- a food pyramid? <laughs> yeah. So it's Ugh. I mean it goes along with the whole idea of balancing and eating frequently and just yep. keeping your body fueled and balanced. Yep. Um, not depriving because they're kids. My kids want to eat donuts and cupcakes and things like that. And I don't want them to have an unhealthy relationship with food and kind of thinking I can never have this. I want them to learn you can in moderation and balance elsewhere. You need to have that balance. You need to fuel your body. And I love, um, Carrie, one of my favorite things that I always tell people, because when I called you and I was like, okay, the one thing I cut my coffee once Mm -hmm. I have my one little, I call it my guilty pleasure, but I don't feel guilty having it because so important. I know that I am fueling myself. And you said, you have things that fuel your body and you have the things that fuel your soul. Mm -hmm. And you have to know when, when is it something that I'm using to fuel my soul? Because this is what is bringing me joy with the difference of, there are certain things that fuel my soul, but harm my body. Mm -hmm. And in that case, I have to look at that and go, Hey, I know that this harms my body. This does not, I will pay for this later because I won't feel yeah. good when I'm It's fine. not worth it, <laughs> it's right? It's not even worth it. And, okay. and changing and using the Kayani stuff really consistently and making just small shifts in my, um, in my nutrition, I never feel deprived.
0: Yeah, I, I, love I don't that.
1: feel like I'm holding anything back. I still enjoy what I want to enjoy when I want to enjoy it. I'm really disciplined during my 21 day reset because I know the benefit of what comes out of that. Yeah, um, and for me, just like I said, three to five days, and my my everything feels better. My runs are faster. I'm back to running again after taking several months. I off. love that. And you thought I, you were done. I was done, and actually. A lot of that came from the fact that my birthday was a couple of weeks ago. I turned 39. I will be 40 next year. And I have always for years had a goal of running the Disney Dopey Challenge, which is 48.6 miles over the course of four days, a 5K, Holy 10K, cow. half marathon, full marathon. I have never run a full marathon. It has been a goal of mine for about five years. And a year ago, I was like, nope, not doing it. I'm, I'm just not. Um, and now- I feel so great. I am like, it's going to be a hard race. I know that, but I'm going for it. Oh, I'm so excited! (laughs) We should be there. I want to be there and cheer
0: (laughs) you on. Come come to Disney. Oh my gosh, I that is amazing. So you guys cheer Erica on. I want to. I want us to be like sharing in your story for the next year. This can be your accountability. Our (laughs) diet disruptors can hold you accountable. Um, for making that a reality, but I love that. So it's like the concept of just, you know, retraining, revisiting, resetting, and knowing that again, this is always a race. Like we're, we're never really done. You're continuously pushing yourself and giving yourself new goals. And so I, I just love that you're an inspiration to so many people, not only to your own family, but to your students. And I know to all of these people, and then the people that you now are, I love that you're like, okay, I, I know, know this and I'm a good teacher. I have a responsibility (laughs) to share this with others. And so being an ambassador and being kind of a representative of, of Supporting people through this, I think is so powerful. So if you out there are listening to this and you're like, oh, I think I want to try a 21-day reset, like dip my toes in, or if I want to try some of the products that we know really can be just a first step. Maybe that's like your entry point into this. Or you want to dig deeper into really digging into disruptive nutrition's mindset work along with the food. There's so many options for people. We will meet you wherever you are. So put in the comments, I'm ready. If you are ready to do something, you might not be sure what it is that you want to do. But put in the comments, "I'm ready," and then we will reach out to you and help you figure out what exactly that is, right? And we can do a call with you, we can email with you, we can figure it out. Erica, I'm so excited that you're on this journey with us. I know there's so many yeah. people you're going to be supporting. You're already supporting and also pushing yourself to new to new goals too. So you're
1: you're amazing. <laughs> thank you, um, and thank you for your support because I mean, without um, without it, I, I very likely would have quit my running and just being able to make those shifts has made such a huge difference in my journey. And that's what it is. It's a journey. I am nowhere near where I want to be yet, but I know it's coming, but imagine yeah.
0: where you were from four years oh, ago to now, huge, huge. right? I just say, we just talk about 1% yeah. progress each day. That's all it is. And so you have some big goals to crush this year and we'll be there right by your side. So cheer Erica on, put some love in the comments um, and let her know that you're going to be watching and cheering her alongside her family, her students, her friends, and all the people that she's supporting. Erica, you're amazing. You're not just this incredible vision of a woman in red. You are a runner. You are resetting. You are just complete total motivation and inspiration for people. So thank you for sharing this. It wasn't so bad, right? No, not too bad. You did no. great. Tell Erica.
1: It was super fun. It
0: was fun. Tell her she <laughs> did amazing. a great yeah. job. <laughs> Tell her she did a great job, you guys. All right, Erica. Thank you so much. We'll talk soon. Thank you, Carrie. Thank Bye. you. Bye.